0: Hello everybody and welcome back to Two Weeps discussing about shit they don't understand. Today we are joined here by Liam. Liam, would you like to introduce yourself?
1: Uh, hello there. I'm Liam and um, I've been talking to uh, Doritos I think, well I probably met him via the internet about uh, a year ago now through a group chat with a bunch of people and then we started talking separately. Um,
0: well, the group chat was created by someone named as MCOC Memes. He just uh, picked a bunch of people from around the world, just texted them randomly. Like, do you play MCOC? And then he just asked us to join his group chat. Yeah. And
1: um, yeah, that was about a year ago now. I think I joined through a, a story uh, thing. I clicked on a story, joined this group chat it kind of started with just a bombardment of like Marvel memes and things but then it kind of people left and they kind of narrowed down to it just a few people uh, at the end.
0: I think we have got like five or six people that are the most active in the group chart.
1: Yeah um but we actually started talking because you put a um a thing on your story basically on Instagram of um your line in April and um I had never watched any anime or anything before so I asked about it, you know, just kind of a a friendly, like, oh what's this? What's this about? And then you were, like, preaching to me about how I should watch the show and I'm like, oh, I don't know know about that, I've never watched anime before and you're like, oh, it's fine, it's fine here's the link to the first episode, you will watch this and you will tell me how it is and that's kind of how we actually started, like properly talking away from the uh, group chat
0: Yeah, I think I over-exaggerated a bit because this (laughs) anime was really good I said, I think I said, I put on the story like uh, A++, plus best anime. A great story has never been told and never will be told. And then I just sent you the um, link to the anime and then I said that you will watch it.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I it. I think you said that you will watch it but you're not into anime and I was like, you have to, dude. And yeah.
1: Then
0: you, then you like caught the, then you caught up to like episode 16 or something in like two days
1: yeah yeah I watched it pretty quickly
0: Liam so my first question is how has this anime impacted you
1: so I mean that's pretty vague of course because I don't know people might say like oh it's cringe or something for like just one show to like actually have some sort of effect and but I think this one kind of has kind of changed my Perspective on things, and first of all, it's my first anime, so to start off, to kind of change my perspective on that. There's a lot of like stigma around watching anime, and stuff, and people think it's cringe or don't like the idea of it. But after watching this, I mean, it was a little cringe, but the message was there, and I kind of I appreciated and enjoyed the message. But it was also very sad, and it had quite a lot of like power, almost showing like to appreciate and, and respect and enjoy what you have. And, because it does talk about like death and things and it's it's quite it just opens up a whole new perspective of the way of living so the main character basically well kari i don't know i don't know how to start to pronounce
0: Uh, her name uh, kari miyazono
1: yeah so she basically tells you to appreciate and enjoy life no matter what happens and to like have positivity and stuff and it kind of gives you a different outlook on the way you should see things and, I mean, that's kind of, I'll probably talk about it more, but the other thing is that it also just gave like a whole newfound respect for like classical music and just music in general and what it can actually mean. Like I don't think I would ever listen to like classical music and then I watched the show and I thought, wow, all of these music pieces, they all have like meaning and something behind it. And now. I listen to sad music and classical music and i think oh that's really sad or well, that's got this kind of emotion or well, that's got this and that's got that and it kind of it opens your eye to classical music and i started um trying to learn the keyboard and um learning like piano in different classical pieces because i just kind of had a newfound respect for it
0: well this anime had uh, things that we didn't know about that uh, it was explaining about colors like how oranges, about the memories that you can go back uh, into, that you have lost. Also like the idea of how Kosei's mom uh, was portrayed like she was a bad thought in Kosei's mind like she was always forcing him to play the piano, beating him when he couldn't do that and just like uh, he couldn't go out with his friends, he couldn't pet a cat which he uh, really loved, he couldn't uh, do anything like people, and he also remembered the people that called him uh, the prodigy or the human metronome. So his childhood was his childhood was like a lot tragic. Man, we came to know about it like it wasn't there in episode one, but uh, generally they started talking about his past. Yeah. What are your thoughts about? Well, it?
1: I mean, I think it was quite because all the characters seem quite. Broken, almost in their own way, or they all had different effects on each other based on their like experiences. And I thought it was kind of—it gave so many different emotions, like straight away. Just the fact that um, Kusa, I can't pronounce his name, <laughs> but his <laughs> mom was just like really like horrible to him, basically. But at the same time, she passed away, so he has conflicted emotions of of missing her and like not wanting to accept her death and things at the same time as her not being a nice person but then it's kind of looking at why she wasn't and it was all about him and saying well you'll be successful if i'm hard on you because i'm gonna leave you too soon and it's kind of like it almost justifies how horrible it is but it just adds to the like tragicness of the character and how like broken the character is and how like he kind of just lives in sadness really, and even just from the first episode, the way they portray this, like the actual show itself has quite a lot of nice imagery and like cinematography and things, so like you compare it to Tsubaki's like, um, uh, way she looks at the world, is is very colourful, whereas, uh, Kusai's, uh, way that he looks at the world is monotone because he's got such a dark and tragic life really, and then when you see (laughs) Kiori... she she comes involved and it kind of opens a whole new perspective and he looks at things differently like despite his tragicness he goes from hating his mom to loving his mom again and appreciating what she what her intentions were more so than what she actually did to try and achieve that and it's just such a a mix of emotions and it's just done so well
0: (laughs) Well, let's go about talking about how the intros and outros were. So first, I thought like uh, the first intro was quite good. It was happy and all that. And I, I also think that the first ending was quite good. But if you look at the like the translation of the lyrics, every song that was used in Your Line April was related to um, something monotone or sad. Yeah,
1: they often had a lot of them um, linked to colors and things. Like, it's a shame that I couldn't understand the songs because if you actually do look at the words, they are very meaningful and it kind of gives you subtle hints, like, speaking of the openings and the the endings and stuff, they always give you subtle hints to what's going to happen, but it's so subtle that it doesn't give it away, but, like, if you were to rewatch it, you'd think, oh, well, I know exactly what all this means now, like, there's so many references to, like, I don't know, carry curry <laughs> falls over a lot or there's lots of like feathers and things and it always has like connotations of like maybe something bad will happen or connotations of death but also positivity and happiness and you don't really notice it at first and that's what's so good about it is that it's got this innocent innocence to it but there's a slight sad or lit, like undertone.
0: Well the first ending, Kiran, I don't know how to pronounce that, sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong ceramici washi i think that ending in like that ending's perspective you can see like kosei uh, like drawing out his hand and then a petal comes into his hand and he just appreciates it i think that was a reference to like Kaori coming into his life mm-hmm. and as the ending gets over that uh, petal just uh, goes out of his hands
1: yeah and that obviously hints the Kaori character. She leaves again, which you know it's kind of subtle and a lot of people wouldn't notice it if they didn't know what the show was about. And it's so, it's so well done. I just think in general there's so many. It, it's so slow, but it's like it's just it done at a perfect speed. I think.
0: And also, uh, if we go about talking about like the second ending and the second opening, I think uh, a person who can who has watched like. 15 or some episodes can tell that something is going going to go wrong.
1: Yeah.
0: Because I, mean... uh, I don't think the uh, second opening uh Na Symphony was that much like had any meaning in that. But the orange had definitely some meaning in that because whenever the second ending like started playing after I finished the second part of the show, I kind of feel, I, I kind of I started feeling sad.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think because obviously as I said with, with just the speed and pace of the, the show as a whole it's done at a point where you kind of draw your own conclusions and you think about what's happening like yeah there's subtle hints of like Kari going to hospital or she passes out and you can tell it's, there's a slow build up of all these bad things happening and like it makes you associate things differently so you see a the, the second um, ending that makes well it makes me feel really sad because it's kind of like you you know something bad's gonna happen and when she's like sitting there crying in like a puddle or something you know that's got connotations of like heaven or something like that and it just kind of whilst you're watching the show and things are slowly like falling apart and you see that it just kind of breaks it down and puts into perspective
0: well the second uh, the second ending consisted of her like um, sleeping in a but she was not sleeping, she was just laying in a puddle of tears, I guess. Yeah, she was also crying. But if you notice, like for a split second, she smiles. Yeah, and you can also see the ending ends. The Kose is just looking at uh, at the sky, smiling. I think that was for his mom, but uh, if you have seen the show, I think that was also for Kaori, I guess. Yeah, I think so as well.
1: And there's all these like subtle hints that like they don't necessarily give away the ending. But you know the ending's going to be sad and that means that all the happy moments also kind of become sad because it's contrasting and whilst they're having fun and stuff, you know it's not going to last. And the fact that they keep subtly hinting towards the fact that it's not going to end well, it's not going to be a happy ending, means that all the happy parts are also sad parts.
0: I've heard that the author of author of the show has decided to make like another movie for it and the title of that movie also isn't really good and it's also about the monotone world of a person that gets colorful when a person enters i think its name is uh, farewell my dear kramer
1: yeah i don't think that's um like a sequel or anything it'll be interesting to see because obviously the people who made this show kind of did it they portrayed it in a very nice way they had a right pace and tone to it and it had a lot of nice like colors and cinematography and i'd be interested to see what they would do
0: and also how they included Kaori in the trailer saying uh, this girl taught us how world isn't monotone but filled with color yeah and ended with uh, and this other girl will show us how this world isn't monotone but yet uh vivid and colorful and this i think it's a movie yeah i haven't
1: really looked uh, into it much i don't really know what to expect. I would assume it would also be sad, but I would also assume that they would try and move away from the um, your line able and make it a bit different um, because, you know, they kind of set the bar pretty high, or at least in my opinion, and I feel like they can't really surpass that quite well, so they'd probably go for something completely different, but with the same sort of, like, scenery and, and um, like, you know, what's the word, like, connotations and stuff using the same techniques.
0: So, what are your thoughts on the characters of your line, April? Who was your favorite character?
1: I mean, my favorite character was probably um, Kauri, because she kind of... Like, uh, supposedly she was the most intense, most excitable character, but there's so many contrasts. I mean, like, the ending kind of revealed that she had, like, a, a grand master plan from the beginning. Um, but it's, it's just so interesting seeing, like, re rewatching the show, you kind of think, oh, well, you can see all these subtle hints to well the truth, and obviously the whole show is called Your Lie in April, so you don't notice the lie at the beginning, but when you re-watch it, you can pick up subtle hints of the lie. And then there's just the fact that um, her way of looking at things, as I said, like, the way it the show even impacted or changed things, like, it changes my perspective on things, and that's basically down to the character of Carry and also the fact that when she like dies at the end you you grow the attachment to her at the same pace that uh, Kos- Kosai uh, does as well mm-hmm. so you kind of like grow attached to her at the same speed like uh, Kosai does and i think that's such a a cool thing to ha- to happen and like cuz you empathize a lot with Kosai but and you then Carrie comes in and changes it and you kind of follow her on the journey. And that's why I quite like Carrie as a character because she has a whole different like, aspect and way of thinking and she just kind of makes like the protagonist the, yeah protagonist's life like a little bit better just as she leaves and she has probably one of the strongest impacts in the whole show.
0: I've also seen the impact of his rivals like Emi and Takeshi. They were his childhood rivals and they were also his like the time when the sh- uh, when he started playing again. The idea of the rivals was pretty good because even if like they they, they didn't hate him for how he was, they they appreciated him and they also wanted to be like him. In one of the episodes they both get a chance uh, where we talk about their past and how they have started playing piano uh, because they have seen Kosei do that. Yeah. And they have seen Kosei as a hero because... or their idol because... They aren't exactly trying to, like, uh, get him out of the way for winning, but they are uh, trying to be like him.
1: Yeah, I think that adding those characters really adds a whole other depth to the show because it's like... Otherwise, I think it would be quite... Like, not affecting much in life, uh, if that makes sense. So, like, yeah, this guy plays the piano, and then a girl comes along and says, Oh, play the piano again, and it'll be really great. Like, these two characters basically prove what kind of impact that has and how successful he is. And, you know, it shows that there's a, a broader world with this. It's not just a small group of friends, there's other people being impacted by what's happening here. and it just kind of adds a whole other insight, and yeah, it's basically proof of what Kari is saying to Kosa. It's kind of like, it's basically saying, yeah, everything Kari is saying is true, and that because of these characters, you know that.
0: Well, also, her her, her mother's, uh, his mother's friend, I, I don't remember her name, I think um, it was Saki or something. Yeah. She was also like, when she heard that Kose is going back into a competition, I think she came out of nowhere and also started teaching her and telling him how important this music competition is. Yeah. So what are your thoughts?
1: I think it's good that they have like um, more characters in general. So in the, um, the live action show, which is like, well it's a film and it's a lot shorter than the actual show, they basically there isn't that many characters and has less depth to it and less therefore meaning to it like the fact that they add all the extra like side characters basically shows the impact and how like great basically music and, and this skill and like following your dreams and all that and living life to the fullest it just proves everything to be true and how much it's like important and it also brings Kosai back to his mother and like the importance of that and because I think he just kind of blocked out of his mind and only remembered the bad parts and then um, this new character kind of I don't also remember and it kind of brings it back and brings him back into thinking about why his mom did what he what she did and and it kind of just makes
0: it a bit more like wholesome. And also the characters like uh Ta- Takeshi's little sister who basically hated Kosei because, because of him, Takeshi wasn't like really paying attention on his playing. Yeah. She also tried to like do some things that will make him quit or that will make him play bad, but at the end she also like appreciated how Kosei plays the music and she also gets to play with him like for uh, one tournament I guess.
1: Yeah, I think that that again that's a really good like scene. I think it's overlooked a lot when he's playing with her because um, when um, it's like recorded and sent to Carrie it's kind of like it proves that Carrie's message had. Got to him, and he's like, "Well, I have this this skill and this power uh, of playing music, and this little girl really wants to use it to basically get back to her brother." And like, it's such a simple kind of thing, but I think there's a lot of meaning behind that, and it kind of opens Kosai's like eyes more to the idea of like how it can affect and change people, and getting back into the whole music scheme because basically. Kaori um, brought Kosai back to the music world and then Kosai is then spreading that on to this um, Takashi's um, sister. And that's his way of passing on Kaori's legacy, I would say.
0: I also like the part about how uh, like is uh, Kosai's main love interest, but he doesn't tell her about how he likes her and she also doesn't tell him about how she likes her, uh, him. And she isn't always uh, like in love with Kose. She isn't like always appreciating him and all, all that. She's beating him, she's also cursing him for not playing the piano. She also beats him a lot.
1: Yeah, I like the um as I said before, the general pace of the show. It's not like I don't know, a stereotypical show where the two main characters fall in love and it's all great and it's all well. It's kind of I would say a more realistic depiction of like 14 year olds at school and like liking each other and not saying anything and it's I just like the the pace of it it's not like it's a really romantic love story yet at the same time it kind of is in like a slow mature way where they because obviously Carrie likes Kuse from the beginning but you don't really realize that and as the the relationship is just down to the point where it's not like necessarily like cliche or cringe or anything it's kind of it's left to the point where Kusai isn't necessarily doing anything to try and not making moves or anything he's just kind of living in the moment which I think is the message of the uh, of the show
0: obviously he couldn't do that because he, he thinks that his friends li- his friend Watari likes Kauri, and Kauri also likes Watari so he's in a dilemma that whether he should tell her about how he likes her because uh, maybe his friend would feel bad so he, uh, he he doesn't want to ruin his friend's relationship
1: yeah and i think that also says a lot about costa as a person and it also you know it keeps it at a slow pace and it basically um it means that um he it, it makes him more seem more modest almost because he's like He's not the the comforting guy that rocks up and gets all the girls or anything. He's he has these insecurities about that. Like even right at the beginning, he says, "Oh, no one will like me," and um, it's it's just like the modesty of it kind of makes it more like relatable almost, more human and more subtle, and it kind of brings a nice a nicer tone to it. I think.
0: Also about uh, what was the name Sobaki? I think she also liked. Kosei from the very first time they are shown yeah. in his childhood. Yeah, I think so as well. But she doesn't, but she doesn't tell him that she likes her uh, until that point, uh, until that one point in that show where she thinks that Kosei is gonna go with Kauri and he's gonna drift apart from her, and basically they could end up in a relationship. So she got jealous and she left him. In... Yeah,
1: I think that again added a whole another layer the show like the show's not very long it's only like one season yeah it's got so many like different layers and different like you know parts to it and I think this part makes it quite good I mean there's a lot of people claim it's like the show overall is um, too dramatic and everyone's too sad all the time And but I don't think it's that, that's necessarily true like given the context it makes a lot of sense like Subaki doesn't really have like anyone else and she realises I mean it's like she's had um, kusai for like a long time and then as soon as he kind of starts to drift she realizes how much she liked him and appreciated him from the beginning and i think that adds a whole other like complication to it like it's not just a simple story of oh um, kusai likes Kari, so he should just go out with her it's, it's there's so many different levels of like watari and subaki being involved
0: subaki also tries to to uh be in a relationship with that one fella who was uh elder to her but it also doesn't work out because in the end that fella says that i know that you like kosei and you always talk about him whenever we are uh together i think you should be with him
1: yeah again that adds a whole other like a realization point like even that scene where um uh, kosei says like I'm going to music school and I'm going to leave you, basically, and she just goes like, oh, okay, and then she kind of just starts crying and running away, and it adds a whole other level of, of what impact um, Kosai has on people, and I feel like since he's so, like, probably pretty depressed where he's thinks everything's just negative and then he gets all these different, like, perspectives showing that he is actually important. Like, straight from the first episode, they're basically he's thinking that yeah, Kosei has nothing special about him, other than the fact that he can play piano. And if he can't do that, he's got nothing. And Sumaki basically brings him to a more human level, and it's claimed that there's more to him than just his piano. And I think that makes it a better show. It has a whole other depth to it. So it's not just about like instruments and things. It's got this whole thing about him himself as a person.
0: Also, i have read the drafts about the show where they have got like three separate endings one of the ending uh was this that we saw i think that that's what made the show memorable there was also other two endings where they would have basically shown that uh Kauri was about to die but uh she she like she recovers from her uh injury or whatever it was and they both get back together happily and there was also one uh, draft where, except for Kaori dying, Kose dies.
1: Yeah, I think if Kose, Kose died, that would have been like, I, like. It would have to change the show completely. And as for the. They live happily ever after, I feel like that would have a lot less meaning, especially as the characters in this are like 14. Being like a happy ending in you know, a relationship is a lot less meaningful at the age of 14. And I think it kind of keeps with the sad undertone. As I said, it kind of, I hinted towards something bad happening the entire time. And that kind of has, means that it, all the messages that like, Carrie had and everything was way more meaningful and way more impactful than if she were to uh, live and just kind of carry on. And you know that because she died, um, Koso is gonna continue that legacy. I think that's why he keeps teaching um, Takashi's sister the other girl, like the piano, because he wants to carry on the message because of how much of an impact it has made. And if Carrie didn't die, then the message wouldn't have been as strong or as impactful uh, for Co-Side. Also, for the show as a whole, the messages of appreciating life and, you know, living life to the fullest and appreciating like skills and talents and music, they, like, the meaning wouldn't have been as impactful. Like it would have just been like, oh well, you know, she's all right now, so. What she had to say wasn't necessarily that necessary.
0: I think the author went for a bittersweet ending rather than the sweet ending.
1: Like I'm, I'm glad there was the um, um, like closure at the end of the the lie, and the fact that uh, Carrie actually loved um, Cosine. Like right? that part of that closure was good. And yeah, you said it's bittersweet because like. Oh well, it turns out Carrie did like Kosei back, but at the same time, she's dead now, and you only find out after she passes away. And that's kind of like you get what you want, but not in the way you wanted it. And that makes it an even more stronger and impactful show. Like if she just died, and we didn't know that she liked co like the show wouldn't have been as good. There's. The fact that she died, as unfortunately as it is, that just brought the show onto a whole another level. The fact that she confessed her love to Kosai brought her into a whole another level. If those two things didn't happen, then it wouldn't have been as impactful or as good. I think.
0: Also talking about uh, the last scene, Kaori did uh, like fulfill her promise in a way we can say that because uh, obviously you know that she, she wasn't uh, really well, she was in the hospital and she was having like a surgery and while Kose was playing for his I guess final tournament yeah. it was and you can see that uh, he's constantly trying to like constantly trying that uh, he also says that uh, this should reach her this should reach her and then you can see that in his memory or whatever it was uh, Kaori is there and she like plays with him
1: yeah I think that's one of the most like powerful scenes in the whole show because she's not actually there but she's there in spirit and that just kind of brings a whole you know whole another level to it again um when he's like as i said she said she wants to play with him and she had a um her operation in order to be able to play with him one last time And in a way she did and that brings her back to the bittersweet ending like yeah she confessed her love to a cosign but through a letter after she died And yeah she kind of got to play with co except it was in his mind because she was actually getting an operation and it was such a fitting end because like realistically you don't necessarily always know when that's going to happen you can't necessarily have a good opportunity to say goodbye yet at the same time he still did and it kind of brings two levels to that so he does kind of get to say goodbye through music which brings a whole another meaning to music and that just that last scene where he's like don't go like and, and he's basically saying like all the things that he appreciated about her or even the things that he didn't necessarily like at the time and things like oh annoy me again for phone calls and come back and just like don't leave like that's such a powerful scene because it's kind of like everything that
0: even says even says that even if i'm your friend day I, I i can deal with yeah. that just stay yeah
1: and that again brings it to the whole like I think it's kind of good that she did that because then they wouldn't have ended up in a relationship. The fact that they didn't end up in a relationship kind of brings more of the bittersweet ending. Like He doesn't care about being in a relationship. but like, That's not what it's all about. He cares about her as a person and what she has done for him. And that's what's way more meaningful than... Like if the show was about trying to get into a relationship, then it wouldn't have had as much meaning. Like The show here was about... Trying to just stay with someone and and make know, he wanted to keep her alive and he wanted to play music with her and that was simple but effective and everything that it stood for and the meaning and stuff was very like strong and powerful.
0: I also like the part where like I liked and I also hated this part, but uh, when Kose's teacher is like. Uh, he's happy now and all that and subaki is also like he's happy but i'm i'm not that happy because he has got like kauri and all that and then uh his teacher basically says that i'm kind of also worried for him and then subaki asks why or something and then she says that uh it's because every time kosei learns something he loses someone yeah the first time he he ever like achieved like uh he won the competition he he won the tournament he was about to go to like international level i guess and then he lost his mom yeah. so he kind of left uh, left the piano
1: yeah
0: but. and then uh, he's about to go into the international level again and kauri is sick so yeah they kind of it, it,
1: i love the the parallels between his mom and kauri like there's even a point where he just doesn't want to go to hospital because he sees his mom there basically in like division, and the fact that he always loses something at this point like, there's so much parallels, and that just kind of brings it so much more like meaning and also makes it so much more sad as well.
0: I also like the part where he basically confesses, but he doesn't confess his love for Kaori when they are in a field. and. Kauri asked that uh, you played so wonderfully today so uh, how did it feel so he he's like uh, yeah people basically pay f- play for people they like and uh, then Kauri asks uh, what did you play for and he just says I played for you yeah
1: like that, that's like a that's just such a, a good part again <laughs> yeah, it's like there is no straight up oh yeah we're now in a relationship or whatever they're all like subtle things of like hinting towards the meaning but like Kosai doesn't care about a relationship it, he just cares about Kyori and that's such a that's definitely one of my favourite scenes and again it brings more meaning to the, to the music and it also brings meaning to her as a character
0: and also talking about uh, the ending of the show I think Kauri did have a master plan she just she, she, her main motive wasn't like confessing her love for Kosei. her main point was uh, like uh, helping Kosei to get into playing the instruments again yeah
1: I think she originally she just wanted to play um, with him which she did do but like it came to so much more meaning like I think the initial line was in order to play with him but um, as it kind of progressed she realized there was so much more about him as a whole because at first her intentions and goals that's why she's so aggressive with him it's just you need to play so i can play with you because i'm gonna die and i need to have this this is my like bucket list of things i need to do but then as she's doing this she becomes like softer and and nicer towards him and and then there's more meaning behind it and then i think like i don't think she necessarily liked him or loved him from the beginning but i think it progressed like as it went along and then that's what the conclusion came
0: to you can see that in the letter that she writes about kosei that um like appreciating his things like uh, appreciating the things that she saw with him and also uh, telling about how the person he is she says that his voice is lower than she thought he's also kind kinder than she thought yeah
1: so originally i think she kind of just saw him as someone who was like talented but then she saw so much more of him and, and even just the letter the letter progresses quite well because at the beginning of the letter she's saying things like oh you're lazy and you're annoying and blah blah, blah. like you didn't play yeah, you, instrument. You're, about, and then, yeah you're
0: lazy yeah, and all that and then
1: as you, the letter goes on similar to how as the show goes on she starts seeing the things that she likes about him and saying things like but you actually you got a bigger heart than i thought and all this and all that and like i think that's the letter is in like exactly it goes along with how the show goes like starts off she's a bit more aggressive with him but then kind of warms to him as it goes on coming to the conclusion eventually that she loves him, and then we don't see that necessarily that much but like we know it's happening kind of And the closure at the end is just really what you needed to make the show this way more like effective.
0: She basically like confesses her love in the end of the letter. It's always, uh, it's also like, uh, she also leaves like a little note at the end that, I'm giving you my favorite picture. You can keep it or you can throw it away. And that's the the picture of uh, her with a random girl and there's like Kosei. Uh, is also in that picture. Yeah,
1: and I think, again that links it all back to you know like other musicians how impactful uh kosai and music has been on people like if it wasn't for a kosai playing playing piano like none of all this would have happened like uh, takashi and the other girl wouldn't have come, come this far and carrie wouldn't have even played the violin at all and it just kind of reminds you of what he's done and, and at the beginning it's kind of you kind of see Cosine as almost like a two-dimensional character and the only thing about him is piano and they specifically say that because they're like Tsubaki tries to think of things that are special about him like is a piano and she can't think of anything but the, the whole show proves and shows that there is so much more and this picture that Carrie gives at the end is so meaningful because it just proves that all of this stuff is actually you know it's all true like he has all this meaning and he has all this power and he's done all this stuff and just kind of reels it back in
0: and reminds you of that. I think most people think that Kaori was the main character of the sh- of that show but I think Kousei was kind of the main character of that show because Kousei played at that um, tournament and then Kaori saw it and then Kaori basically decided to switch the instruments and also uh, Takeshi and emmy also saw him in that show and basically their main reason of playing was to give him a competition
1: i think um, Carrie as a character could be could be seen as more abstract than she is like she could have been a narrative or a way of expressing a certain emotion like Carrie could be a representation of grief perhaps because up until a certain point kosai is kind of just in denial and he doesn't really know how to feel and he's kind of depressed and then Carrie comes in and that's almost him getting through the grief and then once he's through it and once he's learned all this stuff she then goes away again and that kind of has some sort of significant meaning of like she leaves as soon as like immediately as soon as he's ready and as soon as he's like well I finally got back into playing piano and I I know what I want and know what I need she leaves again as soon as she's not needed anymore. And that shows that she could be quite an abstract thought more than an actual character
0: i think in the last five or some episodes i cried uh, most of the time i cried first at like uh, a little bit at love sorrow when he played that for his mom that was quite impactful showing that his mom basically loved him but forced him to play so that he can be successful and she also says in the hospital that her uh, main motive was uh, making him a pianist because she wouldn't be here for much yeah, longer. I found that
1: bit really sad. I think at first I kind of knew that the show would be kind of sad. As I said, the reason I started watching it is because you put some images on your story in it, and like I kind of knew it would be sad. And something about the fact that I knew it would be sad made it so much better. And so I started basically probably crying almost every single episode from episode 13 when he played Love Sorrow because of the kind of the meaning it had it. I realized that the show was going to be more meaningful than others. And some people who watch it, they don't get that upset or they maybe cried at the last episode. But I kind of found it very meaningful and I got very upset throughout like half of the show basically.
0: That's the thing because some people can relate to what Koussa is experiencing on a personal level also the fact that uh, in the last five or some episodes y- y- you would be like uh, you would be hyped because you want to know how this show ends you can see in the last i think it was 21st or i think it's it has 22 yeah, episodes right. or something 22 episodes. So, so in 21st episode you can see that the main title of that the next episode is like uh, spring again yeah. or something and you, you get a little bit of hope that maybe we will be wrong, maybe Kaori would return. But as the episode ends, so you can just see that.
1: Yeah, I think no. it's it's good that you kind of think it's sad, but but at the same time, he doesn't ever spoil it. it Never like goes and straight up says, yeah, she's going to die. Like the whole thing is kind of like slightly ambiguous you don't really know what's going to happen and you're still hopeful right into the end even though you're kind of skeptical that something good will happen you're still hopeful because you want it to be a happy ending yet yeah, at the same time i appreciate it that it isn't a happy ending because as i said, we said before it makes it more significant and um, meaningful
0: also i like in how every episode they show a little bit of footage and then they go to the intro card But in, like, the last episode, they are just, like, hushing that... I I actually, I found that
1: they're kind of sad as well. Like, as soon as it went straight to the intro, I was like, oh, no, that that means something bad's gonna happen. Because it's like, that, like, again, there's such a a, a clever and subtle thing how they always have a bit before the intro, every episode, except for the one where Carrie dies. And it's like, that's just so meaningful and significant.
0: I think they also did uh, mention about this fact from like the moment they started playing the second ending like what? I I think you can see like if you see the second ending you can say that Kaori is about to die or something bad is about to happen it's
1: not not spoiling anything the, the intros and the outros are so great at hinting subtly towards what might happen or what people feel without ever giving anything away
0: And uh, Well, I think uh, this is where we should end our podcast. Okay.
1: Um, Before we leave, do you want to say what your favorite episode is maybe and like a reason as to why?
0: I think my favorite episode was Love, Sorrow because at the end of the show, at the end of the episode, she says uh, that uh, I'm not going to be here for you forever or something like uh, we all need someone to yeah, us goodbye i really
1: like that one as well because that kind of it linked everything together um i think my favorite episode was probably the second to last one because that's kind of a bit more like you actually see carrie as a character like like so she always has this very um almost like a facade or whatever of kind of like i'm a very positive and happy person but then you see the other side and you see she's actually not she's actually like, scared to go she doesn't want it and this is when you first start to really see that she's liking um kosai and but not without directly saying it and i feel like just that like last bit where she's like playing the violin in the air and standing up for the last time shows her like her character and how strong she is and that's the last time i think you actually see her alive because in the next episode she's well you see her in an operation and that's the last time you see her as a character as a person and that's kind of like the way you say goodbye
0: and also the fact that you can see that she's like uh, in Kosei's arm crying about how she doesn't yeah. want to leave him
1: and it kind of it, it's just quite a nice thing to see at the same yeah, yeah the whole show uh, the best way to describe it would be bittersweet because it's like yeah finally she's basically confessing kind of but she's ill and she's dying and that's why she's saying all of this, basically. Which kind of just sums up the show a lot, I think, just that like scene.
0: And also the thing that, the the main lie, the thing that she said, that uh, basically she said that she's like Swatari because that, that thing brought them together. She couldn't have done that in any other way because they would have th- thought that she was just interfering their yeah. lives. And I think
1: that's just... It just, it just brings it all together, makes it more significant and makes it more meaningful and I think it's nice that they named the entire show after that small thing it shows sure like the impact that it has and like that one small thing that caused the entire events
0: to happen So yeah, that brings us to the end of the podcast. Thank you everybody so much for listening. Uh, Liam, you got any uh, words to say? Uh,
1: I don't think so. Thank you for you know, letting me talk about this. I think it's good because of yeah, it's kind of meaningful to us, I guess. You know, it's the reason we actually probably became friends in the first place and actually started talking to each other. So uh, that's kind of, yeah, well, thank you. <laughs>